0: Um, I feel like the weeks are blending in um, a little bit, but yeah, I'm getting uh, used to the time zone here finally, which is nice, and I'm um, getting a little bit more of a, uh, a constant sleep, but yeah, excited to be here. Um, you know, I always love playing uh, over in this side of the world. Lynx Golf is a lot different to you know the type of golf courses we normally get to play, so yeah, super excited. Um, I think my first... T- Open was in 2012, which was in St. Andrews. And then uh, I think the last time it was in Carnoustie, was in t- 2011. And I really wanted to play this golf course. And being here um, this year, I'm super excited. This might be the trickiest British Open uh, I've played yet. Uh, this uh, I've heard a lot about this place. I've watched it um, when the guys played a few years ago. And obviously, it's held the championship quite a lot of times. Um, but yeah, no, it's... Uh, I think you have to be strategic around here. Um, somebody told me, hey, like don't go like make sure to keep out of the bunkers. But I think that's the case at pretty much every Lynx golf we play. But no, I think there are some holes where it, it is a bit more of a factor than um, maybe some of the other golf courses. So yeah, it's it's tricky, but you know, at the end of the day, everybody plays the same golf course. So um, you play with what you get and uh, I'm just going to enjoy it out here. It's, it's going to be a great experience. And, I'm excited to be um, at a golf course where there's so much history here. Obviously meddling in Tokyo definitely gave me a lot of confidence coming into uh, last week. Um, last week my ball striking was really good and then I was able to kind of back up my putting over the weekend um, on top of that which uh, I think was able which was probably the reason why I was able to finish Uh, on a high um, on Sunday last week Um, you know I'm just trying you know this is third week in a row obviously doesn't seem like it's a lot of weeks but at the same time we're you know traveling and you know Tokyo was one week that felt almost like two weeks you know there's a lot of um, like mental things outside of just you know playing a week of golf uh, as well so yeah, I think I've just been, you know, trying to stay confident, work on the things that I feel like needs a little bit more work and just keeping it simple and just making sure that when I'm out there playing, I'm playing with uh, freedom um, and hopefully the last couple of weeks translates into this week, but all in all, I'm just going to have a good time and, you know, whatever happens, happens and, you know, I just uh, not be so result orientated and just enjoy my time here in Karnoosu. I kind of set a goal of retiring around thirty, so <laughs> I'm hoping to not play when I'm 34. I love this game, yes, <laughs> but I uh, you know I feel like there's a lot of other things that I would also like to do in my life. Um, so, yeah, no, I try and not get too focused on you know what may happen. Uh, obviously, I have goals, and you know, having the doing the career Grand Slam is definitely one of uh my biggest goals as a golfer um but you know I think another thing is just being injury free and being able to play and you know with our sport or with anything when you keep doing constant movements you know there's a little bit of the wear and tear and I think being not being injured is also a very big thing as well so yeah, um, I don't know what I'll be doing. Uh, I think only time will tell. But you know, for now, I just enjoy it and be grateful that I have the opportunity to, you know, play on tour.
1: What's going on, folks? Welcome to the program this Tuesday. Matt Adams here with you. Dom and Andrew are behind the glass today. Where we're back in the fairways of life studio after what I don't know how many days we were up in Connecticut. So working for Golf Channel, doing golf central it was a lot of fun and again thank you for all the kind comments that you guys were sending along either to directly to me or or, or to fairways of life or to our email there's a contact at it's contact at fairways if you're ever trying to reach us and dom looks at that i'm not sure what frequency dom looks at that how, how often do you get to that dom you're going to tell us every day
2: uh i could tell you every day but that <laughs> would be a lie yeah. <laughs> So not every day.
1: All right. Not every day. <laughs> Show the world your shirt. You were all proud of this morning. Go ahead. Take them full screen there, Andrew. Papa with the golfer on it. And my
2: son has a, a matching shirt with like a little, like a little cub <laughs> with like a little golf bag. I think it says like wild or kid or cub or something. I can't remember.
1: That, it's you know, it's very have,
2: corny, I, but I, that's just the kind of dad I am. You know where I got it at got the PGA no, Tour Superstore.
1: There you go, PGA Tour Superstore, Dom. How to integrate? Well done. Uh, did you see when you guys were at the theme park how how the families have have uh, t shirts that match? Did you did you guys make note of that? The big, uh, the big family was, reunions. We were stuff. those families. Oh, you got you guys bought the matching shirts.
2: Uh, yeah. We had, huh. so we did uh, Frozen Day. One of the days was a Frozen Day. So I was the, what's the name of the snowman? Olaf? I think it's Olaf. I had a big Olaf the shirt. Yeah. It's a big white thing. shirt with a carrot nose and the whole deal. And I was Olaf. And uh, Ryan dressed up as the Sven character, not the Is horse. Is that the good the, guy or the, the bad guy? The who rides the horse. A good guy. What have you, a right. bad guy? What's the matter with you? One of the and guys turned my, bad. My, my daughter, the, my daughter the dressed guy up as bad? Uh, one of the princesses. My daughter did. Little, Which one? Uh, the princess character.
1: with the ice power, or the the sister.
2: Uh, the ice power one. And Elsa. Elsa. What was Rebecca?
1: Nothing. She didn't partake. She refused to do the.
2: I don't think she. I don't think she dressed up as anything. Uh, Let
1: me ask you this. Is she going so. to partake when we go to, to Boyne in a couple of weeks? Is she going to play some golf or what's her plans?
2: Yeah, she's going to play one or two rounds of golf. Probably just end up playing one round of golf. And uh, she's there's all kinds of plans happening. They've got like a wife email chain going. I don't know what's going on. Do they what? really? Wow. <laughs> I think so. Because there's which so you, much stuff to do at Boeing outside of the golf, Which only I mean, shows got you. got the three different properties. That, I mean, it's incredible oh yeah. how much stuff they've got going on there.
1: Only shows you, Don, that we have completely lost control of these trips. Because if the spouses are going, they're going to take over. Donna's going to, well, my Donna is, is an organizer. That's what she does. Golf.
2: Yeah, but if they're not interfering with the golf, I don't really care.
1: Well, I know you one day care? you want us to play 36 holes. Like if my wife's holes, like,
2: oh, I'm leaving, you go play 36 holes and I'm going to do all this stuff and, exactly. and whatever. Oh, What's the downside?
1: That is a win-win. No downside. <laughs> it is a you win-win. have to play it correctly, though. She'll be She's happy. like, hey, we're going to Mackinac Island. We're going to be gone. We got to take the ferry over. There's no cars there. Maybe we'll rent bikes. We're going to be gone for a long, long time. You'd be like, really? Wow, that's. I don't even know what I'll do with myself all that time. And Dom's like, we're going 36 holes, maybe 45. Good. As many as we can get in, yeah. And it's, is, that, is that trip totally full now? Is it done? Um, he doesn't like when I ask yes, that because he knows but, where I'm getting. You
2: know, technically, yes, but, you know, if you would like to inquire, might be able to pull some strings. We'll see.
1: Somebody can sleep on the couch in our rooms or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's space. There might be There's room. always space. Well, I mean, we're trying we're doing all the right things. We're like trying to have as whatever whatever we can do outside. You know, they have this fire pit right there in the inland sea where you where you can obviously sit, have a couple of drinks at night and then at some point, I don't know if the I'm not sure if it's the resort that does it or you bring your own, I can't remember, but everyone starts making s'mores there over the fire. So well, Andrew,
2: you can get – there's a video there you can grab on one of the videos. I can show you there in preview. But there I, I can – We can pause the video where the cottages are, and we can point on the screen. If you're watching on the TV side, you can watch us on Facebook. We're live right now. Or you can go back and, and watch us if you're listening in your car at a later time. We can pause it right there on the – there. Right there was it. You stopped right there, Andrew. You can pause that and put that on the screen right there. Uh, Matt, yeah, I believe that's cottages, that yeah. – is literally where we 're having our barbecue right there in the middle of that green, I believe that's a fire pit, and if i'm if i'm correct me if I'm wrong doesn't that just overlook the, like the lake
3: Isn't well, you can see right on, on the, the left I,
1: if you're with us on the TV side Dom 's showing these cottages that look like something you'd see in Cape cod or or around the around the periphery of newport uh, but uh, Andrew, go back to where you were at the start of that uh, what I was just going to say was you can see the stones. That, that they've put on the side of the lake, That when the, when the there it is. See the stones right there to the left? That's because when the storms kick up and these massive waves come in, that's to break the waves from chewing into that earth. You can see how close the cottages are to the, to the water. And, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly awesome. where so we'll that's be. So
2: that's right where the barbecue is going to be. That's day one position 1A. As soon as you show up, we're going to go there and have a big barbecue outside. Yeah, amazing. I think
1: it's. I think it's just outside of the cottages we're in. I'm not sure how yeah, many that's people. What I'm opted I think it's it.
2: right in that picture we were just looking at. I, think I love it. It's right Absolutely. There. Love it.
1: All right. Well, it's. I,
2: of course, I'm playing golf that day. I've sort of added a. I've added myself into a round of golf that's not part of the trip. Yeah,
1: Dom. Dom's <laughs> like playing golf with people he doesn't even know. It's like, yeah, I know we had 18 in the morning, but there were these three guys going out in the afternoon, and they didn't have a fourth. So fairways yeah, of so I'll, be, I'll, slash be I'll be there. I'll be there in time for the
2: barbecue. Perhaps.
1: Yeah. yeah he'll <laughs> be there to wolf down some food. I'm not doubting about that. fairwaysoflifecom uh, fairways of Slash Boyne 2021. Uh, I, I, I'm not even sure why I'm mentioning it because it's just going to anger everybody that someone else would be like, yeah, that looks awesome. I'm going eight more people want to come in and they're like, we have no room. You guys can stay in the cottage, in the front room of the cottages with Dom and Matt. All right, so that's uh, if, you, if you're interested, I guess, check it out and hopefully you still can get in. Uh, I know that you're dealing with pain. BioFit360.com has the answer for you because they've consulted with over 1,000 medical professionals and they develop a formula that safely extracts the CBD from the hemp plant utilizes all of its healing properties to help you. Their hemp oil is lab-tested, it's vegan, it's GMO-free, it's made in the USA, and it is organically sourced. They have a relief cream, it's a natural anti-inflammatory, it offers crazy fast relief and will change the way you feel on the golf course. Uh, And that's not all, though. They also have gummies and sleep aids and much more. Deal with your pain. You do not have to endure without taking action if you're experiencing pain on a daily basis or need some extra sleep do yourself a favor you can change your life all you need to do is head to biofit360.com feel better do better to be better all right so we still have sound coming in from the AIG women's open remember it is a major week this week uh, we've got what's happening is the sound is literally coming in through these hours they're meeting with the press as we're talking and as it comes in Dom and Andrew are taking it and putting it in and through our system so that you guys can hear it, hear it here first, and hear it in its entirety. Uh, How about Lydia Coe saying that she's getting ready to retire? Where she says, yeah, I was saying I was going to retire at 30, and there's no way I'm going to be playing at 34. Now, the only caution I would throw at that is that she would not be the first to say that she's going to retire at that age. Now, you can look at it and go, oh, wait a minute. Lorena Ochoa retired pretty early, Maddie. She went off, and, and, and she's got a, a beautiful family and life. Uh, Annika Sormstan didn't exactly retire early. She was in her, her uh, past her mid-30s, but she was still winning and still dominant. She, it seems like she could have carried on for a long time, and she stepped away. Uh, but what I am getting at is that most top players— heck, even stars. I remember that. I mean, the Rolling Stones are a thousand years old and they're still touring. I'm hoping to see them in October. And they were going to retire early. Uh, Tiger was going to get out of the game early. But I think after a while, the players end up realizing that the adrenaline of competing is something that they don't want to be get away from. And I think Tiger even revealed, which was interesting, because I don't think he would have necessarily revealed it in the early days or admitted to it. Maybe, perhaps, that. The camaraderie means something, too, just to be around it all. So, yeah, I, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I'm just going through my head. The ultimate retire at that age, of course, was Bobby Jones in 1930, where he did it. And he said, I've, I've reached the height of what I was attempting to aspire to. And he retired. But on the other side of it with Bobby Jones is when you read whether what he wrote when he was a brilliant writer— or the stories that we know now surrounding the man, he, he, the toll that it took him to compete in those majors, you didn't get the same sense that, the, that majors took the same toll on Walter Hagen, for example. You know, Walter Hagen was just out there, consummate showman. Uh, even Gene Sarazen, it didn't strike me that he was consumed by the majors. He was just kind of enjoying the ride. But Bobby Jones was. He said he would, he would lose 10 or more pounds in the week that he was competing. He just didn't feel well. Yeah, the stress, the anxiety of it all. And so he was done. And ironically, when he retired, uh, he was Americans, America's golden boy because that was right at the start of the Great Depression. And then when the, when the war years came on, uh, he enlisted like everybody else. Uh, he, was, he was actually, it's an interesting story about Bobby Jones that, that not too many people know, but he was actually captured by the Germans. It's just that when he was captured, uh, his, his captivity was very short-lived. He and two others were captured by the Germans, and they were put in a, a truck— presumably to hold prisoners, that was my understanding. You couldn't get out from the inside. And they were put in this truck, and they were sitting in there and waiting to see what their fate would be. And then the truck doors opened, and it was a British soldier, and he let them out. So you could see how close it was to to the the end of uh, Nazi Germany, but it was still, if you were in the position where you were taken. Prisoner and put into this truck, awaiting your fate, hearing all these guns and everything else going off around you in, in the heat of a battle. Uh, but he was released, so who knows what what could have come of that? Just, a, 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 I love that amazing little story about uh, Bobby Jones and and his role with the United States military during uh, during the Second World War. And again, uh, he was enlisted, and he was just like so many that did not want to be put into just ceremonial positions, they wanted to do something that they felt was of substance. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, I think, is is the ultimate example of that. Uh, he he was a very accomplished pilot during the Second World War, and they actually made uh, It's a Wonderful Life after he came back. And they said he was dealing with PTSD when he came back. and And it, it, they said it definitely influenced the, the way that he played the, that character in that movie. So it's just, it's just one more amazing thing. Now, obviously, everybody made massive sacrifices, but it's just interesting when you start to, to get into these stories and actually know what to place. Uh, PXG's new Gen 4 golf clubs are out. they the most advanced, best-performing clubs that we've ever made. packed with new innovations, Aluminum Vapor technology, precision, weighting technology, X-Core technology, and more Gen 4 irons, drivers, fairways, and hybrids. Deliver incredible ball speed, distance control, sound, and feel. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. And nobody gives you sound from players around the world on every tour the way you get right here in the Fairways of Life show because of the efforts that John and Wes and Andrew and Dom have put together, and the latter two have put together massive efforts today because sound is coming in from Carnoustie. We'll have more of it when the Fairways of Life show continues. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers. But now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Hi, I'm Brian Hammons. You Country Club members can now represent your club and compete in a Ryder Cup-style event. The inaugural Country Club National Championship, presented by Fuzzy's Ultra Premium Vodka. It's October 12th through the 17th at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The field is limited, so don't delay. For more information, go to ccncgolf.com. That's ccncgolf.com. I hope to see you and your team in Orlando. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, Gil Hansen's black horse, secluded by thousands of acres. The greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com Welcome back. We are here. Dom was busy telling me a Frozen story. We're like, dude, we're, we're on here live around the world. You can... And you this is a quote.
2: questions right before yeah, we come on Yeah, this was air, a quote nonstop. that my, my fearless me producer going. gave. He lets me go. He just starts, he, I just start going. He's just like, he can't there's tell, like two himself. seconds left in the commercial. Matt's like, hey, Dominic, I got a bunch of questions for you right now. Yeah,
1: Dom says this is his quote. He goes, you're asking me questions and I'm not listening. That should be the T-shirt that Dom's wearing. That's my producer. I was,
2: remember when we were talking about doing the, uh, that thing on Cameo, I seriously considered putting up my own face on Cameo and just saying, <laughs> I'll complain for you. I'll complain for, say, three bucks. Say it's three bucks. And then you give me a subject, and I'll complain about that subject for you on video.
1: You should get so you just as as an your experiment. Friends. <laughs> you should find out if you can do it where you pay them. Like I will pay you 25 cents to complain or whatever, what, you, whatever service you're going to provide. Yeah. Now, when we were in the break, you started telling me about an amazing array of guests that you've got coming on over the next few days.
2: Ah, uh, you should not bring that up. All right. Why? Why not? Because I, we, first of all, we don't let, I don't, well, at least I don't let, we don't really let people into our little behind-the-scenes world, very much. That's all we I guess ever we could do. Could more, but um, just like anything else, things things don't always come to fruition. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. so I, I have Heady. Heady. I have a lot of people scheduled to join us in the next three days.
1: Prove it. Give us some names. But I'm
2: I'm hesitant to give you names because. Then none of them could join us, and then I get yelled at. By Come on, you name and, and shame. The, no one would yell at you,
1: Dominic. No one will tell you you're not listening. I would.
2: I will be shamed. You just shamed me five seconds ago. You shamed me.
1: You shamed Here's yourself. Here's a quote from
2: Dominic. He's an idiot. He said it. Let's
1: play it back. <laughs> Let's play it back. Let's <laughs> put it on a loop, Andrew. <laughs> all right. So I just give us a couple names so, up. You, you've got me. There, there's rumor uh, has it like Roger <laughs> Sloan is one of them.
2: There's some. There's some cool in. There's some cool stuff going on this time of year, every year. You've got the top 25 players on the Corn Fairy Tour who've just earned Sounds their like PGA pro- Tour like card. In some right cases, these, these are guys that have never played on the PGA Tour. It's life-changing for them. And then at the same time, you have the top 125, that cut line on the PGA Tour, guys retaining their cards right. and the pressure that comes with that. So I have some people who fall into those categories. Chesson Hadley, Dylan Fratelli, Roger Sloan, Austin Smotherman. um, I think, I think Max McGreevy, Jared Wolf. Uh, So it'd be cool if we can get all these guys, on. all these guys coming up this week in the fairways
1: life show. There you have it. Dom is committed. They're hundred percent in well done. They're all in (laughs) very well done. There you go. So we have it. It's, it's, it's official. So Hannah green also officially spoke to, the world to the media earlier today from the AIG women's open. She spoke about the length of Carnoustie. It's, it's a big ballpark this week for the AIG women's open, how she is working on adding length to her game, coming back from the Olympics and pretty much just how cool Carnoustie is. And it is.
4: It definitely helps when it comes to venues that are windy. Um, you know, I feel like this golf in particular is really good for us because there's a lot of bunkers that you kind of have to take on and um, some of them I can carry as compared to other girls and some of them might have to go, you know, elect a three-wood or a five-wood off the tee to stay short of them. So, um, I feel like, yeah, Lynx Golf, it definitely helps, especially when you're trying to hit lots of knockdown shots. Um, I feel like coming from Australia, we're pretty good with playing in in the winds. So, um, I don't know what the forecast looks like. I think it's actually pretty calm. So I, I kind of do hope it puffs up a little bit more um, to have some sort of advantage. But um, yeah, it, it always helps when you have a shorter um, club into a hole. Um, your proximity with your stats should say that you hit it closer. So I think that's why uh, the rest of my game has improved on that too. 10 to 15 metres. Um, it doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, it's it's one less club that I'm having into the green. Um, so it, it definitely has made a difference. And even when I returned to the tour in March, um, played golf courses that we've played, you know, the last few years, um, it was very weird taking different lines. And I almost struggled a little bit um, committing to shots because I wasn't used to taking that type of line. So I feel like uh, brand new golf courses are actually better for me. Um, I can go in there with a fresh mindset. So I'm hoping that will be the same this week. Um, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, going from you know 40 plus degree heat to then coming to Scotland where it's about you know 17, 18 degrees was um, quite a shock. But. Um, I think just, you know, having being on a high from coming from the Olympics is quite hard to come down from. Um, but I, I really do enjoy Scotland and I enjoy this um, test of golf. So unfortunately, I didn't have my best last week, but I feel like um, I'm a little bit more fresh than perhaps some of the girls that played on the weekend. Um, and hopefully I can use that to my advantage this week and um, yeah, play really well. I feel like we're so lucky to be playing Carnoustie. Um, I feel like, you know, watching it on the TV and watching the men play here. And obviously it's been 10 years since the women last played here. I think we're just so fortunate to be able to play. And even when I drove in, you know, I was kind of just smiling the entire way and even on the golf course. So I feel like at least that's one positive. Perhaps if you don't have a great hole, you just look at the bigger picture and be like, I'm playing carnoustie. This is pretty damn cool.
1: You guys all are playing carnoustie and it is very, very cool. Let's give you a look at how and when and where you can get your coverage because now we're talking about less than a couple days away, and it will be underway from Carnoustie. What a special place it is. Thursday and Friday, you can see it from 6 a.m. on Golf Channel. All these times are Eastern up until 1 p.m. on Saturday and on Sunday at 7 a.m. will be the start time until noon on Golf, and then it takes over on NBC from noon until 2 Each of those two days, that is a look at what and when and where it is happening now, staying with and we still have more sound for you coming up, folks. But staying with this, Dom, Solheim Cup points are going to lock down at the end of this weekend, Uh, and and it's both the American team and the LET, the European side. Uh, it, which is amazing to me that, that we're already in. It's, it's not so much amazing that it's happening. It's amazing that the, we're at the time of the year already that it's happening and all these super seasons that we've had as, uh, on account of COVID, et cetera. So Solheim cup points right now, let's go through a team USA uh, and then go through it with Europe. Where are we at based upon points as of right now, as of this minute? So
2: I'm going to have Andrew put up the Solheim cup points for us. Um, those are the Ryder Cup points, Andrew. <laughs> but I'd like no. to go over those, too, if I'm being honest. All right, if we have time. <laughs> Another quarter. So the, the way here, this is, I don't want to uh, ramble because I tend to do that. But I'm going to Cameo. ramble. Cameo. So you've got, you have the top seven in the points distribution, which you can see on the screen. And I'll go over those names in a moment here. And then you have the World Rankings points underneath there, which you can also see, which I will go over. The top seven in points and then the top two in World Rankings are automatically on the team. And then you have three captains' picks for Pat Hurst. So here are the top seven currently right now on the team, automatic qualified. Nellie Corda in, in order. Nellie Corda, Danielle Kang, Allie Ewing, Austin Ernst, Lexi Thompson, Jessica Korda, and Megan Kang. Now, the top two in the world rankings right now for the women, Lizette Salas and Jennifer Kupcho, would also currently qualify the way things are structured. Now, here is the fun part that Matt is getting at. This is the last qualifying event. Because it is a major championship, It is double points in terms of distribution. You can see right there that the seventh spot is a qualifying spot to make the U.S. Solheim Cup team. That is Megan Kang in that spot right now. She has 238 Solheim Cup points right now. Now, if you win the Women's Open this week, the AG Women's Open, you will get 120 U.S. Solheim Cup points. Now, Andrew's going to put up another list here. You're going to see this is the bubble list. This is everybody after Megan Kang on the U.S. Solheim Cup points list. So this is 8, 9, 10, down, and so on. And you can see the names, Brittany Altamari, Jennifer Cupcho, Angela Stanford, Amina Haragi, Stacey Lewis, you let me know, et cetera, et cetera. What's important here is the point totals. Look to their look next to their name. You'll see 205 for, Je- for Brittany Altamari. Uh, Angela Stanford, 179. Amy Olsen, 169. They will get 120 points if they win. The bottom of that list, a fresh winner, Ryan O'Toole, has 130 U.S. Solheim Cup points. If she wins, she will jump to 250 points. Remember, the seventh spot is Megan Kang at 238. If if Ryan O'Toole wins, she jumps into an automatic qualifying spot on the U.S. Solheim Cup team this week is insane for the Solheim Cup point for the Solheim Cup point stuff so i'm just going to read this list of names for those listening you can watch us on facebook you can see the list in front of you i'm just going to read the names real quick if any of these united states women win this week at the us uh, at the AIG Women's Open they will automatically qualify they will get into that seven spot depending on what Megan Kang does in, in the event in cuz you can obviously get points and raise that that threshold a little bit Brittany Altamari, Jennifer Cupcho, Angela Stanford, Mina Haragi, Stacey Lewis, you let me know, Amy Olson, Lizette Salas, Angel Yin, Marina Alex, Ryan O'Toole, and not featured on this list, but I think she has 128 points as Lauren Thompson. And if she wins, uh, she would also, I think, actually get to that, that threshold number. So we are talking about major potential movement this week, Matt, at the AIG Women's Open, and very, very exciting stuff to me, yeah. obviously. I'm very yeah, I mean,
1: it, it is very cool. <laughs> when you're talking about Ryan O'Toole in particular, if she wins the Scottish Open and then did really well at the AIG Women's Open, or if, I mean, obviously you said if she won it, she could bump herself into an automatic spot, so my, my following comments would be uh, void. But it'd be hard, what I was getting at, it'd be hard not to pick her if she had that kind of form. And she her, her swing and form looked so good at the Scottish Open at the Dunbarney Links uh, last week, so... We shall see. I love that they're playing Carnoustie. I'm sure it's a, a golf course for a variety of reasons in the history that it's had there. That we feel like we know. Uh, for for those of you in the Fairways of Life family, you've gone to Carnoustie with us probably multiple times and have played the golf course as well. Uh, Mark Carnavell is going to be joining us coming up this week, uh, revealing another one of Dom's hidden uh, secret guests. But Carney played uh, at I've played with Carney at Carnoustie, but he also played at the Senior Open at Carnoustie so there's there's a depth of knowledge there too about the golf course and just how good it is so there'll be more information forthcoming Uh, on the LET side on the European side is the picture as I I was going to say muddled but that sounds negative because it isn't negative it's just really tight in terms of what still can happen at the lockdown by the end of this week
2: yeah they have um Andrew's going to put up the 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 LAT points and stuff. They're they're doing it very differently, obviously. The the ladies European tour points, you only get two spots there. And you can see Santa Newton and Emily Peterson in those two spots at the top there. And then the world rankings, they're getting four players from there based on where they are in the rankings. And currently that's Sophia Popov, Charlie Hall, Carlotta Sagana, and Georgia Hall. So there's obviously a lot more picks there. Uh, There's six captain's picks going there. And there's a lot I – think, I think they lean a little bit more heavy, heavily on that side on the, the world rankings side of things versus yeah. the LET points things, as you can see right there. So it's – and again, like you said, muddying the waters. You don't want to get too deep into it. But it's a lot harder to have the kind of maneuverability that I was just talking about with the U.S. side in the world rankings. So you're not going to see any of the European women, like, jumping around like crazy on the world rankings. So the movement's going to be subtle, if at all. Um, so there's going to be what it comes down to here is there's going to be a lot of captains' picks, and you know I don't know if I don't know how how much they're going to lean on recent form, um, but it is interesting that they're playing you know right now at the AIG Women's Open and, and Carnoustie. It'll be interesting to see who plays well there on the European side and how much weight the captain puts on that.
1: No doubt week, about that. Specifically in a major. Yeah, so it's, it is exciting to see how that will play itself out. Uh, we will continue to play things out here on the Fairways of Life show as the show continues on this Tuesday. TourEdge.com. Check them out when you get an opportunity. We're about to, Dom and Andrew and myself, uh, to go into a huge uh, production this week with some more uh, video content for TourEdge because they just keep putting out new product. I, I'll tell you this, because when I got back uh, last night, and I mean it's it's incredible and it's fun. Um, I come home and there's boxes of all these clubs coming in that we have to feature. And so I have seen the new driver that we're gonna do the feature on and it's incredible. It it blows me away the way that Tour Edge continues to ascend. You you look at this product, their C721 driver, folks check it out today when you get a chance, TourEdge.com. And and it's true, pound for pound, they're the best value in the game. It is packed with so much technology, and there's nothing that, that, that your deficit, you're just not paying as much as you would for the equivalent technology from anybody else. And I, what I love is they don't say, uh, well, you know, give us a chance and see if you like it. No, they're saying test, get fitted, and put it up against whoever you want. They're not telling you to to, to pick them up because they're the best value. They're, they're asking you to consider them because— Overall, it's the best package, both in technology, yeah, and, and what you would pay. It's, it's incredible. So I've seen what's coming. I've, I've seen what's out there. It is mind-blowing from the Ridgeback uh, chassis on the driver of the C721 to the carbon wings to the diamond face technology. It's all there, and it is amazing. Uh, TourEdge.com for more. And we will have more of the Fairways of Life show after this. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? on to BoingGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital.
3: Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone. From kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or, at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, Finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today.
1: What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show from around the world. Wherever you are joining us, you are most welcome indeed. That last spot that you saw, the PGA Tour Superstore, we are super proud that they are our presenting sponsor. They are the number one golf retailer in America. PGAtoursuperstore.com You can see everything that they have to offer there, and they'll do it any way you want. They have curbside pickup. The the stores are incredibly safe. Uh, It's amazing, because we've been there and seen what they go through, to get ready to welcome you in. They're Massive stores, and they have everything you could possibly want for your game of golf—from the apparel to the shoes, to clubs and products from all of the biggest names in the game. PGA Tour Superstore.com for you to get a look. So, Adam, let's—you've—you've you've piqued my curiosity with—with with these discussions about points for the various teams, the USA and Europe, because this is again with—with with the bizarro world that we live in right now with—with with COVID and all the rest. We have both a Solheim Cup from Inverness and a Ryder Cup from Wisconsin up at Whistling Straits in the same year. So where do we stand right now with Ryder Cup points? And Because I know you you and Andrew put together your your graphics on it this morning, so that's why I'm asking you to give me the up-to-date because I'd like to see where it stands for both Team USA and Team Europe as well. Sure. So...
2: I will very quickly give you the top six on the U.S. side: um, Colin Morikawa in order, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, and Xander Schauffele. Those are the qualifying spots for Steve Stricker. If you're watching on the TV side, you can see the graphic there, and you can see the number one through six. Those are the automatic qualifiers, and uh, they are pretty much qualified. I don't think it's official, Matt, but like the top six are qualified. And we've had some discussions in the past about this. But if you look at the next few people on that list, Jordan Spieth, Harris English, Patrick Reed, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to say that those guys aren't also on the team. And that's when it gets dicey, probably around Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau. That's, you know, technically speaking, that's, what is that? That's 10, 11, 12 on this list. And then I will very quickly go down to Phil Mickelson, who sits at 19 right now. So from Tony Finau, which is who you can see last on that list on your screen, who's in 12th position right now, down to Phil Mickelson, it is as follows. Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Jason Kokrak, Billy Horschel, Sam Burns, and now Kevin Kisner has jumped up into that 18th spot. He moved Mm. up five spots with his victory in the playoff. And Phil Mickelson's at 19. I think it's generally kind of accepted at this point especially with some comments recently from Phil Mickelson that he's just not on the team, he's not going to be on the team, he's not going to get picked for the team. So if we're looking at this list, what I think is interesting, because we just talked about Soul Hunt Cup uh, points and how much movement there is. The interesting thing here is there's not a lot of movement possible because of the way the points are built. So if you're looking, again, I don't want to get too too deep into the math and, and confuse people, but I'll try and make it simple. If you're looking at the list right now, Colin Morikawa is leading. He's got 18,000-plus Ryder Cup points. The 12th position, which is Tony Finau, he has 10,000 points, okay, roughly. Mm-hmm. If you win this week at the Northern Trust, you get 1.5 points per $1,000. The winner gets $1.7-something million, dollars, I think. So 2,500, roughly, Ryder Cup points are going to go to the winner this week. Kevin Kisner you can't see on that list on your screen, has 7,400 points, okay? If he wins at the Northern Trust, which will make it back-to-back wins for Kevin Kisner, he will jump He jumped five spots from 23 to 18. If he wins, he'll go to 90, like 9,900, 9,800, whatever. He will jump just above Webb Simpson, just below Tony Finau on your list right there. So he'll jump from 18 to 13. He still won't even be on that top 12 list after back-to-back wins if he were to win this week at the Northern Trust. So it shows you how little movement is possible there, which makes it even, I think, tighter in terms of discussing, okay, who does Steve Stricker want on his team? How deep can he really go on this list without it becoming kind of really unfair?
1: Well, what what he wants to do, Dom, no doubt, six captain's picks means that what he's trying to put together is a team that's made up of players that are hot. So just like our conversation earlier about Ryan O'Toole, if it is on the men's side, you know, Kiz wins the Wyndham just before the start of the playoffs. And then you're in theory here saying, well, what happens if he wins at the Northern Trust on form? I I can't see now. Now, granted, it's it's a later cutoff for, for the Ryder Cup for Team USA. It's an even later cutoff into September for the European side. But that's exactly what Stricker wants. He he wants players that are hot right now. I mean, you could look at that and go. You mentioned Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is the reigning PGA champion. Even though in the PGA Tour season, because it's a wraparound season that started last fall and and just ended at at the well, almost the regular season ended at the Wyndham. The season itself will end at at the Tour Championship. Uh, you could look at that and go, okay, he's one of the six major champions in that that what I just defined as as the PGA Tour season if you look at it in terms of a calendar year he's one of only four that won a, a major in 2021 and he's saying I'm not in good enough form to to merit a captain's pick don't pick me that's pretty wild when you think about that 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 is the case but hopefully it speaks to to the depth and I agree with you when you look at that list that has Burger, Cantlay, and Finau as 10, 11, and 12 in order. If you went just right, if if Steve Stricker said, "I'm just taking the those that qualified automatically, and then the next six, 12 done, move on down the road." Uh, I I do think, and I mentioned this the other day to you, that Burger and Cantlay and Finau, I think they have to they have to at least prove something uh, as we enter into the playoffs, uh, and they've got a couple of playoffs to do it. But they have to show the captain, something there. Otherwise, I think he's going to go a little bit deeper. Uh, and I think it's going to be a combination. It could be someone like a Kevin Kisner if he continues to, to perform exceptionally well. Uh, but I have, a, I have a pretty good feeling that Webb Simpson's going to get the nod on that one by the captain. He's going to, usually what the captains look for, and, and I happen to agree with Dom, I, I should say that uh, Spieth and, and Harris English and Patrick Reed would be three. So that only leaves three more chairs to be filled. Uh, if Webb Simpson takes it, that leaves, that leaves two. So I, I, usually what the captains do is they try to balance someone that's playing hot, someone that's kind of a, a young gun, and then someone that's a veteran. You know, you, you, I, would, I would think that that would tend to be the look at it. What's, uh, what is the look at it in terms of what's going on on the European side, Dom?
2: Uh, on the European side, I'll have Andrew put that up on for the television uh, side as well. They're they're doing a mixture of, uh, just like the European Solheim Cup team, a mixture of European points and world points. World points is just the world rankings, essentially. And you can see there they have uh, nine automatic spots, the top four in points, and then the top five in world points is what they call it. Uh, If you're not already on the points, the Euro points list, obviously, because there's some mix and match there. So right now you'll see John Rom, Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton, Roy McIlroy are your top four in European points. And they're qualified currently. And Victor Hovland, Paul Casey, Matt Fitzpatrick, Lee Westwood and Shane Lowry are the others. Now, what you cannot see there, we don't have a graphic for it for the TV side, but I can share with the audience. Really, we're looking at probably Victor Perez right now and Bob McIntyre are kind of the next people on both of those lists. So they're very high up. And Victor Perez by the way has been on that world points list in that Shane Lowry spot for quite a while. Uh, and they just kind of flip-flop recently. So I don't know, I feel like I feel like I feel like there's less movement here, Matt, on the on the European side as far as just kind of grabbing people out of nowhere. I feel like Bob McIntyre has kind of earned his place. He's really almost on both of those lists. He's like just just off by a tad from making those lists. If he plays well in the next couple of weeks, he might actually get onto those lists. So I think he's probably close to a lock. Same with Victor Perez. So there's not, a, there's not as much space, Matt, here, I think, for just willy-nilly picking captain's picks left and right.
1: Awesome stuff. Thank you very much, uh, Dom. Good job by you and Andrew putting all that together for us this morning so we have an accurate look at what's going on from Solheim Cup perspective and from the perspective of the Ryder Cup. NB uh, Park shared her perspective from the AIG Women's Open. Remember, it is being played at Carnoustie. What a great venue for it. She spoke this morning, just a little while ago, about how excited she is to be there and what it's like playing Lynx golf and then kind of head-shaking with with everything that the schedule has held and everything that we're all dealing with collectively, uh, on the women's side of the game, they have five of them. This is the last major.
3: Yeah, I'm really excited to play the A H Women's Open. Um, I played the last uh, last few last few years and um, i have had the good results here and you know i just love playing links golf course and you know Karnese is a great golf course to play so really excited to be here um you know finally in the little cooler weather after um, being in the olympics being in korea it has been very very hot so i'm really really enjoying this weather and the course we play under you know a lot of different conditions and obviously very tough conditions when we come to play in sculling golf courses and obviously you know you need to control your ball really well under the wind you have to avoid a lot of the bunkers um I mean it is always you know tough playing under the wind but I you know somehow kind of managed to enjoy the wind and the links golf course. I think this is what we what we supposed to get um playing links golf so um I think just that kind of the mindset and obviously you know the the ground is very firm because it's the links golf course and the ball's running. So of course it's not playing overly long, um, not the longest hitters. So I think that really helps as well. Um, Yeah. And just, you know, playing a little bit smart around the golf course helps. I think really, really do enjoy, you know, the links golf style. I mean, we only get to do it probably once or twice a year. And, you know, I always look forward to playing the links golf, you know, to be honest, if I have to play, you know, under these conditions every week, I say, I, probably not going to enjoy it as much, but it's a once a year opportunity and um, it's it's a unique setup. And I think this is the way the golf is supposed to be played. So um, yeah, I really, really enjoy it. I just can't believe how the fast the year has gone and I can't really believe that Olympics is already over. And, you know, since, you know, this is the last major, I really want to give it, you know, all I have and um, I've done really, really good over this season and, Obviously, you know, probably a little bit disappointing in the Olympics, but except for that, I think I've just done, you know, really, really good job. And, you know, being a last major and, you know, thinking that we have to wait a few months to uh, wait for another major really, you know, gets to me um, to bring all I have in this week. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy it and then, um, you know, maybe enjoy some time off after.
1: (laughs) All right, NB Park, part of the field at the AIG Women's Open. We cannot wait to see it get underway. So, too, with the Northern Trust, we had... What a week it was. That's why it was so f- much fun for me, being up at, at Golf Channel and NBC Sports this past week, because you had the lockdown of the top 20, 125 for for the FedEx Cup. Who got in? Who didn't get in? You had, on the Corn Ferry Tour, who got their card, and that was the top 25, but also there was another number that was very significant, 75. And for those that stay a member of the Corn Ferry Tour. Then there's a question of 126 to 200 on the PGA Tour that will go down if they want to play in the finals on the Corn Ferry Tour. There's a lot of cool stuff going on, and that includes, again, the Northern Trust that will kick off this week. So let's take a look at some of the air times of how, when, and where you can get your coverage of the Northern Trust. It starts at 2 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday on golf. Saturday and Sunday, it is split between us and CBS 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. respectively on Sunday at noon and at 2 p.m. between those two. Noon and 2 p.m. between Golf Channel and between CBS. Uh, As we mentioned to you, the Women's uh, AIG Women's Open, uh, just to go over those airtimes one more time with you, 6 a.m. on Golf Channel on Thursday, Saturday, uh, that's Friday as well, 6 a.m. note, Uh, On Saturday and on Sunday, it starts at 7 a.m. on golf up until noon. And then from noontime, it goes to NBC and Sunday from 7 a.m. on Golf Channel. And then it goes to NBC at noontime as well. Uh, We have press conferences that will be coming in from events literally around the world as well. Dom, could you give us some insight into who is speaking and when?
2: Yeah, obviously this morning or afternoon, if you will, um, at Carnoustie, we you, heard from Lydia Ko and B. Park. Tomorrow you'll hear from Yuka Sasso, uh, Sophia Popoff. Um, we might get – it depends on timing because, you know, everything's off by whatever it is, five hours. We might have Katrina Matthew before we go on the air tomorrow, potentially. Cool. Okay. Uh, if not, we'll share that with you on Thursday. And then on Thursday, we'll – before, you know, things get crazy, uh, Patty Tavitanic and Georgia Hall are speaking. Might have a chance to hear from them as well on the – men's side at the Northern Trust in the playoffs. I'm going to give you everybody here. John Rom, Abraham Answer, Xander Shoffley, Matthew Wolf, all speaking today. You will hear from them tomorrow on this show. Uh, On uh, tomorrow, uh, Chesson Hadley, Colin Markawa, Dustin Johnson, and Kevin Kisner will all be speaking, and we'll be able to bring that stuff to you guys on Thursday, basically right before everyone tees off in that event. And by then, we'll have tee times. We'll know the feature groups, which are going to be blockbuster. I mean, it's The best of the best are playing this week at the Northern Trust. So there's a lot of stuff happening this week, and it's all – there's a lot of pressure everywhere. It's kind of fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Now, you read the name so quickly. Uh, Did you say DeChambeau?
2: I did not say Shambo no.
1: I think I he's on a, he's a media him.
2: avoidance something. Yeah. yeah, he's not talking to media maybe ever again or something.
1: I don't know. Keeps, I mean, he was angry after no. he made <laughs> his comments about the vaccine and he he stopped talking to the media. I'm just curious how that's going to play itself out for Bryson. I think Bryson is still trying to figure out his, his public persona and, and how to manage it all and all the rest. I think, obviously, he's working around that. So we'll see how that plays itself out in the – well, days ahead, uh, if he if he wins the thing, he's obviously going to have to address the media. Uh, definitely in the months ahead. So, what lies in store there? We shall see. Uh, thank you very much for your company. As you've heard from all of the names that we've been mentioning today, whether in an interview form with us or whether coming in from the Northern Trust or coming in from the Women's Open at Carnoustie, we have a ton in store in the week that lies ahead. Thank you for the time that you spent with us today, and we look forward to spending more time with you in the coming days of this week. And until then, we wish you to be well.